Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to Next Level Leaders Podcast. I hope you all had an amazing Labor Day weekend. I know for me it was so nice to relax a couple of the days. I went up to Bear Lake to a friend's cabin and it was so nice to just relax and enjoy the sunshine and see the beautiful stars at night, have some great food, play some fun games, and just be able to check out and relax a little bit. I didn't have much service, which was really nice to be able to really just relax and enjoy the time that I was up there. And today, getting back, I was definitely busy doing housework and continuing working on different projects to make sure that our house is ready for when our daughter is born trying to do it as much in advance as we can uh, to have everything fully ready and really mostly just like decluttering and cleaning out uh, things that we don't need and being a little bit more minimalistic. I have also been working on some content for some courses that I'm going to be launching soon. I won't be taking on clients while I'm out on maternity leave, so I'm going to have some courses that will be launching so you'll have access to additional great content to help you take additional action and uh, get you well on your way to different leadership positions or finding a new job that's the right fit for you. Today's episode is on getting a great performance review, and if you don't have one coming up, definitely save this episode or reference back to it when you do have one coming back uh, to listen to it again, because I would highly recommend still listening to it now and getting all the steps to be aware of what you're going to be reviewed on and how to make the best of your performance review. So let's jump on in. If you are getting quarterly performance reviews, it's coming up on the end of third quarter. Are you nervous or excited for your review? If you're nervous, it's probably because there are a lot of unknowns and you aren't sure how to approach getting a good review prior to it actually happening. By the end of this episode, you'll have clear direction on easy steps you can follow to make sure you have a great review. We're going to talk about a few things to help you have a great performance review, and this goes for any type of review. It doesn't have to be a specific check-in. Step one is knowing what you're going to be reviewed on. Ask your manager what you're going to be graded on specifically. Some platforms may be newer to the company or they may be changing from one to another, so your leader may not be fully aware. I would ask them to communicate with you once they are aware because that will help you understand what you're going to be reviewed on. If you aren't told what kinds of things you'll be rated on, be sure to write them down somewhere where you can access so it's easy to reference back to in the future uh, for additional reviews. Step two is working with your manager on definitions of each rating. Is it a one to five scale? And if so, what specifically does each number mean? 
I'm not a fan of rating scales if they are not individually defined because when it's open to interpretation, one manager may rate their team much higher to look good or because they don't want conflict, and another manager might be hyper-focused on developing their team members, so they're a little bit tougher on their ratings. If this is going to affect your eligibility to promote or potentially get a raise, you'll want to be on the same page with your leader. I would also add with step two that it's helpful to ask your manager if there are other things they'd like to see you work on outside of the current expectations because that invites additional opportunity for growth and awareness of anything that they see could use some improvement. If they don't have suggestions, it would be awesome if you came up with a couple of things you think you could be doing better. Again, this goes back to self-awareness and is always impressive to your leaders if you can articulate what you know you can be doing better and have a plan laid out for how you anticipate working through some of these goals. Quick reminder on goal setting. If your boss is asking you to improve on something that you know is not an area of strength for you, I would acknowledge that yes, this is an area that you aren't great at and you'd like to improve, but it's helpful to note that you'd also like to work on something you are good at and get even better. This whole quote-unquote well-rounded term is not my favorite because we should not all be working to be the same person or working hard on something you completely suck at only to get slightly better. Does that make sense? When you get the question of what is your weakness or what would you like to work on, our mind automatically goes to what we are the worst at. I know it does for me. I would encourage you to change your way of thinking to what you're good at and that you could do even better with some additional help or knowledge. Let's get your leaders on board that you can easily find people who are great at what you aren't, so you should be spending your additional time on making yourself into someone who is sought after for one or two areas of expertise. Okay, so we went on a little bit of a tangent there for a minute, but I think it's important to be on the same page with your manager on what their idea of a five is in this example, as well as knowing how to set yourself up for success if you are asked to give yourself things to work on. Step three is communication. Communication is so easy, yet it can also be so difficult, which is why it's important to check in and follow up often. This is where you can make your manager's job super easy when it comes time to review you if you've done this right. When you're checking in on different areas of opportunity or goals, Communicate what you're doing, how things are going, and ask for feedback. If you are ever confused about some of the feedback at any of your one-on-ones or however you are getting feedback, ask for it in real time as much as possible. For example, if you have been told that sometimes you come off as abrasive or as a know-it-all, but you aren't aware of when you are coming off that way, Ask your boss to call you out on it in a chat message or email as soon as it's noticed so you can have specific examples and you can continue to work on those areas. It's not going to be super comfortable at first, but as you continue to work on that feedback, it'll get easier and you'll be more self-aware of your tone or your body language or how you used to interrupt people before they got their point across. Trust me that it's better to ask and work on what they see as an area for growth rather than assuming and work on the wrong thing and getting another poor rating after you feel like you've made so much progress. This is a classic miscommunication flag and can be so frustrating to both you and your leader. So avoid it by asking additional questions from a place of curiosity and seeking to understand and then start taking action. You can also determine what you want your communication to look like if you don't have formal one-on-ones 
or work is too busy to get time in with your manager. Think of what would work best for you and then communicate some options with your leader. Would an email thread weekly or bi-weekly be beneficial so that they can read it at their leisure? Would an ongoing Google Doc work by you adding what you're working on and accomplishing and tagging them so often when you feel they can hop in and take a look? It's in your best interest if you aren't becoming a time suck by trying to get a good performance review. That kind of defeats the purpose, right? You want to be proactive and provide information that's helpful and relevant to your leader and allow them the opportunity to add feedback and constructive criticism when they feel necessary. The good thing about communication is that when review time comes around, your manager is not going to dread providing your feedback. They are going to feel at ease knowing that they can click over to your email thread or Google Doc or whatever you used for communication and easily reference everything you've been working on and be done super quick. I know for me as a manager, it has always been easier to do a review for a team member who has had proactive communication with me, is self-aware on their areas of opportunity, and has been able to communicate what they are doing to work on the areas we've discussed. Step four, self-reviews and peer reviews. Okay, so I wanted to add this step because it's helpful in how you are able to communicate your own self-awareness as well as how you'd be a leader by providing feedback to your other team members. Although it's not necessarily going to affect your overall score because it's not your manager's specific feedback or ratings. You may be asked as part of your review to do a self-review. This is a big opportunity for you to track your progress and have it be in your official file of what you've accomplished. Many of the senior leaders in your organization could read these And if there's any chance of that, you want to best articulate what you've been working on and how you've made progress. So many of your peers are likely going to scratch the surface or write vague answers. So if you are thinking ahead and really getting deep and intentional, you will set yourself apart here as well. When writing peer reviews, it's helpful if you've been listening and watching your team members and how they perform and not just what you're hearing from others or are perceiving. I would encourage you to build good relationships within your team as well as within other teams so you have an opportunity in advance to communicate any feedback. I can't tell you how frustrating it is to receive feedback in a review that you've never heard mentioned prior. Reviews are not a time to vent out all of your frustration, rather things you have communicated with that team member. If you've built these relationships and have a foundation of trust, It'll be easier to write feedback in a way where you can acknowledge that you've been able to have a conversation about whatever topic and that you've seen them working on it by taking whatever actions and you would ask that they continue to make effort to achieve that goal or you can add additional steps you feel may be helpful for them to consider as well. Now, if it's someone who you really don't know well and you're wondering, why did they ask me for feedback? You can add some feedback on perception. Likely you'll have some time between getting asked to provide the review and actually having to submit it. Use that time to be an observer and provide some feedback that way. I do think perception feedback can be helpful if delivered in a way that it is acknowledging it's a perception and provides specific examples of when you witnessed the perception. It can be uncomfortable to write feedback to peers for a number of reasons, But if you can get good at providing more real-time feedback as well as constructive written feedback, you are well on your way to being a great leader because a great leader is able to effectively communicate 
and articulate what people are doing well and what they can improve on. You'll gain respect by providing specific feedback in the right way and people will continue to look to you for guidance and additional feedback in certain situations. Okay, so let's recap these steps. Step one, knowing what you're going to be reviewed on. Step two, understanding the grading criteria. Step three, communication of progress. And step four, self and peer reviews. If your company does not have a review process, please do not wait until they implement one to take action. You could sit down with your manager and set some goals with these specific steps in mind. Work together to set some goals and ask them if they'd be open to rating you once a quarter or whenever you both feel is necessary. Define those ratings and base your check-ins or one-on-ones around those specific goals. You can also do this with peer reviews, asking for specific feedback on what you're doing well at and what you could improve on. It can be scary to put yourself out there, but it will pay off and you will get more comfortable over time. Check out episode three, where I provide some specific steps on how to ask your peers for feedback. I'm a big supporter of having an easy reference of a simple Google doc of what you've been working on and what you've accomplished. This can help you when you have reviews like we're talking about in this episode. It can help you when you're thinking of asking for a raise. It can also help you prepare for interviews if you have different sections such as goals and progress, completed goals, positive feedback received, tough situations you've handled, projects you've been involved in, etc. It helps improve your own confidence in many areas when you can go back and look at what you've been working on as well as what you've accomplished in your time with that company. All right, friends, this episode is packed with greatness, but nothing is going to happen if you don't take action. What steps can you start implementing today to have continuous great feedback on each milestone in your career? Get out there and go do it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram, and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.